I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. We're heard on stations across the country. We thank the program directors for airing us. TalkStreamLive.com also is available to you if you want to listen to some of the links that are provided there. Radio stations across the country. Aftermath.fm is also an online resource for listening to the program. It's free. We're on from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday. And if you miss a show or you want to uh, explore further into what Ground Zero talks about and what we present, you can go into the Ground Zero Aftermath.media website. Sign up today. In fact, give the gift of Ground Zero to somebody for the holidays because, of course, we have a friends and family hookup where you and three other people can sign up and uh, you know go in on a subscription. And, and that way you have access to our library, our social media, our study groups, our videos, and, of course, some great shows that are part of the Aftermath Network. So join us at Aftermath.media. That is Aftermath.media. I was just telling uh, Wes today, I said I'm looking forward to uh, the Thanksgiving weekend <laughs> because, I don't know, It's just it, it just seems we're working you know, extra hard. We've been working really hard. And uh, I decided to be a good boss this year and say, okay, we're not going to do a show on Black Friday. We usually do a show on Black Friday, but we're not going to do one this year because we just, you know. We've been working extra hard, and and we have a reason to celebrate because we have been now a year uh, at a new radio studio, and uh, you know, and, and we're on our way to doing bigger and better things. Um, Thanksgiving to me, I, I mean, I don't know if um, I mean I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving this year because I'm going to be spending it with some good friends. Angie and Russell are going to be spending it with us. My wife Liam, you know, a group of people that we love, uh, friends, family. Uh, all gathered together uh, in one spot, nice place to go. They're really great people, and they, they're they really generous with their time, and they're generous with their food. They're just really great people, and I, I always feel that, you know, great people who are good Christian people who do follow the tenets of, of true love and giving are always people I like to be around because and, and Angie and Russell are two of those people that uh, certainly are that uh, type of people, and... Because it reminds me of what I liked about Thanksgiving, you know, back when I was a kid. I mean, one of the things I liked about Thanksgiving were like the stories at the dinner table. I mean, when I when I was a kid, um, you know, we sat at the card table. Everybody would sit at the big table, but the kids would sit at the card table, right? And you know, because we do stupid things with our olives, we put them on our fingers and all kinds of other stupid things. And I kind of said one time, I said, I guess it was the the Native Americans sat at the card table until they were okay with sitting at the table. But, you know, eventually, as I got older, I was able to sit at the big pe- big person's table. And so we'd tell stories, um, stories about my relatives and what they did when they were younger and what they've been doing because we don't see them all the time. Uh, there were also moments where we would talk about current events. Back in the early 70s, we would read letters from my Uncle Carl. He served in Vietnam. He was a helicopter mechanic. So it was really cool. I mean, stories bring people together. Okay, Narratives unite people. Uh, and, and, that's, and, and that's the bottom line is that, um, stories and mythologies and legends, all these things bond people. It's, it, it's, it, it, we don't have enough stories or enough, um, 
mythologies that we embrace anymore. We kind of reject them and say we're too sophisticated to talk about them. But the thing about mythology, the thing about urban legends, the thing about the stories that our families would tell each other is they're basically shared knowledge. Um, I remember my mother used, mother and father used to always say, you know, respect your elders. They know more age for wisdom, youth for action type of thing. And so we respected our elders. We respected those who were older, you know, um, and we, we, I love talking to my grandmother and my grandfather and my, oh, well, my great grandfather. I didn't have a grandfather. My grandfather passed away. But my great grandfather, we used to love to talk to him because, you know, here they are sharing, they're sharing knowledge and wisdom and they're sharing the legends and stories, histories. And that's the thing is that, you know, it's good to hear about where you come from, you know, so you know where you're going. And, and a lot of the times when you're dealing with storytelling, when you're dealing with the framing of a narrative, the power of that cannot be discredited, okay? Because these stories, a lot of the stories you hear, things you hear in the news even, in, in the news all around magazines was written about on paper and stuff, the written word, they shape these words and, and, and these phrases and these ideas. They shape our shared future. I mean, stories are so natural that we don't notice how much they permeate our lives. And stories are on our side, they're on our side and they're meant to delight us. And, and when they are on our side, they don't deceive us. Okay. The stories are not there to generate lies or pass lies. That's, I mean, there, there used to be like this unwritten rule that if you're telling a tall tale, you would, you would indicate that it's a tall tale, especially when you're sitting around a campfire, and you're talking about, you know, the, you know, those, those urban legends about the guy with the hook or, you know, you, you know what I'm talking about. You know, those uh, urban legends, Kentucky Fried Rat stories where, you know, a person found a, a dead rat in their bucket of chicken or, you know, all these stories that, you know, you, you know, the, the, the kidney story where the guy wakes up in the ice in Las Vegas and the hooker takes out his kidney. See, these are things, they're stories, that, you know, they're fun to hear. But. Some of them are, are deceitful, but they're not intentionally deceitful. They're, they're just tall tales, right? But now, now, we're at a time where stories about current events upset us. It divides us. It, it makes us less loving towards one another as we see that the media and the social media have weaponized the storytelling experience. That's one of the things I always loved about this show, you know, and I was told many times by my colleagues that I highly respect. They say one of the things about Ground Zero Clyde that you don't probably don't even know you do is you tell stories. And I said, yeah, I do, I guess. I, I tell stories. I try to change the way things are reported by telling it as a story rather than saying an opinion or, or, or something to make you think. Now, sometimes I do get into rants and I, and I throw my opinion out there, my emotional opinion or whatever. But I want to make it clear. I mean, most of the time when I speak to you, I speak to you from the heart. I speak to you from the gut. I, I think long and hard about what I'm about to say. It's like telling a story. It's a storytelling experience. But see, that's the thing is that now the art of telling a story is kind of dying because... Stories upset people now. They divide people. They make us less loving towards one another. Social media and the media, they've weaponized stories. Narratives. Narratives are what they are. Narratives are narratives are what shape our attitudes about things. And when they are weaponized, many of us feel 
reticent about sharing what we feel and what we think because we worry about retribution. That shouldn't be. You know, we shouldn't worry about that. I mean, the new narratives that are being spun are now part of what I've called and and based on what H.G. Wells wrote about, you know, many hundreds of years ago, the open conspiracy. It's the open conspiracy. The media is lying to us constantly because they know they can. And people feed off the media's deception if it satisfies their cognitive bias. If it's it's deception that fortifies a belief system that they've already, you know, embraced, then fine. And whatever it takes, even if it's lying, whatever it takes to make the person you don't like look bad, even if it's lying, that's okay. And it shouldn't be okay because it's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong to lie and continue to lie in order to fortify the hate that you have for somebody or the hate that's going around about someone. And it's like I was telling uh, Wes and Ron, we were having our our pre-meeting before the show, and I says, well, like the verdict or not in the Kyle Rittenhouse case, you know, like the verdict or not, it's the precedent of how the media literally lied to people in order to carry an agenda of racism. And I don't care what you think. If, 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 if uh, Kyle Rittenhouse killed those people on purpose, cold blood, whatever you think. But the idea that people think that he killed black men, the idea that people say that he was crossing, he was brought over from state lines, bringing a gun with him, and all the other stuff that the media reported that was not true, just because they didn't like the kid, just because they thought that maybe what they could do is they could confuse the populace to, uh, in order to create some sort of a civil upheaval, civil war. See, telling stories has a responsibility behind it. You need to understand this. It's important you understand this, especially as we gather around the tables at Thanksgiving to talk about these stories that make up who we are. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You are listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. You've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.